hockey fans, welcome to Across the Pond, Hong Kong's first and only hockey podcast. I'm your host, Chris Ivany. I'm here tonight at Sunset Studio with co-host Paul McLean, sipping on a nice hot cup of water. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? There's tea leaves in there. Is there? There is. Oh, God, you can't even see it. Taiwanese them. tea I'm drinking tonight. Awesome. How is it? Uh, it's not beer. It's tea time of the year here, folks. Yeah, it's one of those days. Yeah. Tonight's program is brought to you by the China Hockey Group. The CHG is a family-focused group of ice hockey leagues, training programs, and community initiatives. They focus on the growth of hockey in Hong Kong and southern China as well as the development of student-athletes, where sporting goals are achieved alongside educational pursuits. The CHG is comprised of a number of hockey programs. Established in 2011, the CIHL is Hong Kong's elite adult hockey league. The Junior Tigers program is Hong Kong's premier youth hockey organization, featuring the Scotia Bank Island League and Learn to Play and Learn to Skate programs. The SCIHL is an adult league for those seeking a more recreational experience. In addition, the CHG showroom is the exclusive reseller of Bauer Warrior hockey equipment and offers services including skate sharpening and fittings. For more information and links to their social media sites, go visit ChinaHockeyGroup.com. That's ChinaHockeyGroup.com. All right, we got a lot to talk about today, Paul. The NHL is back. It was an exciting weekend. It was so fun to watch some of these early games and uh, get a get a feel of how the NHL is going to play out this season. So let's kick things off with uh, the teams that got off to uh, fast starts so far this year, Paul. Fastest starts. Yeah, fastest starts. Fastest starts. Fastest starts. You mean the Bruins? Oh, yeah, you uh, wish. Yeah. Uh, I think of all teams, I'm looking at Vegas yeah. as one of the fastest teams at the moment. Yeah. They got a lot of dudes on their uh, on their lines that are kind of, you know, kicking ass, taking names. Yep. I think one game in particular, I forget who they were playing, but they had like five different goal scorers. Yeah. Um, Classic Vegas. Yeah. Stone. I mean, I was a little bit, yeah, about him getting the C on his chest, but yeah. he seems to be holding his own. Yeah, he sure has. He's off yeah. to a quick start. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple other surprises, like Devils <laughs> and Ottawa that are kind of holding their own, too. They and definitely I'm like, are. What's going on? Yeah. This is insane. They definitely are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're the surprises, I guess. The Devils off to a quick there's, start. There's Jack a... Hughes playing great. Yep. yep. Good to see him uh, get off to a quick start. Yep. yep. How about the Philadelphia Flyers? They're looking pretty good. They're looking good as well. They yep. were, they're, I'm telling you, I think it might be their year. Yeah. Could be. Could be. Could be. Could be. And of course, Tampa Bay and even Calgary's off to a decent start. 2 0 yep. 1, I believe. Well, Markstrom's uh, surprising in the Nets. Yeah. He looks he's pretty doing comfy. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Poor yeah. Vancouver. <laughs> I know. Vancouver's <laughs> one of them, the opposite end, going off to a slow uh, start. What else you got on the slow start list there? Buddy? Well, let's get, well, I think there's a couple more teams I got to mention on the fast start uh, list there, no, Polly. We don't have have to get into this the first one's tampa bay of course they're okay. off to i thought you know they might have a little hangover stanley cup hangover yep. nope nope not at all they're ready to go stamkos looks good stammers uh, is doing awesome yeah, they, yeah they're looking really good and uh, of course we've got toronto and montreal both off to good starts they're they're doing quite well yeah they're doing quite well the habs looked really good against edmonton um sh- they shut down they shut david and, and dry yeah. yeah yeah two games in a row which was great yeah. uh good start for jake allen as well 
Yes. I have my pool. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you were hoping for the shutout. I was hoping for the shutout. Almost. I Folks, like... I got a message from Paul hoping the Habs get a shutout. I know. I know. The other day. Seriously, he threw up in my mouth a little bit after <laughs> sending that. Yeah, you must have regretted <laughs> oh, that. Oh, what am I saying? Oh, I knew I, I knew I had to save that one up for the pot. New year, new me. That's right. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, slow starts. Paul, where do you want to start? We get Boston out of the way. Yeah. Yeah, let's get Boston out of the way. So what's going on in Boston, Paul? I don't really know. They're not scoring goals. They're not scoring goals, and the games they're losing are within, like, the last minute. Yeah. One of them they lost with two seconds left in the game in overtime. Yeah. Um, they're not scoring. Yeah. It's not looking good. They look good, good defensively. They I look mean, Rask defensive. looks good. Well, and all things defensively. That's what we were kind of talking about before. It was yeah. like, oh, they're really going to have to pick it up in the D yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, they're... They're not doing. Uh, well, might be missing pasta. That might be it. That well, might be course. the missing link of at the course, moment. Yeah. I mean, he's. They've got to hang in there, get some wins well, until he comes back. They can't. We can't fall. Hope. Yeah, they can't yeah, fall way it. far behind no, and hope that he comes in and saves the season. day. Yeah, it's pretty tough. tough. One. Yeah. And how about Vancouver? A little surprise. They're off <sighs> to a bit of a slow they start. Are. They are. But I mean, the games they've been playing. I mean, pretty tough. Yeah. Uh, and that Northern Division is going to be. I don't know. It's a surprise with Ottawa. Yeah. But uh, in Edmonton as well. Edmonton does not, not look very good. No. No. They look no. good one game. Yeah. I mean, let's, it's let's be honest. It's yeah, early. It's yeah, very we're in the early. first I know, week. but we, we need to talk about something. We, yeah, we have to. We have to. <laughs> <laughs> Slow start. Terrible. They're not making the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. No. Not uh, the team they used to be. No, they're not. They don't look like it right now. No. Um, also, the New York Rangers, who everyone thought would be off to a quick start, they're a little sluggish out of the yep. gates. Yep. Uh, a lot yep. of new faces in that lineup. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, they're missing a key player this year. Yeah. But, uh yeah, I don't know. It is. It's only the first week. It's only the first it's week. The, first the week. LA Kings off to a slow start, but I've watched a couple of their games actually because they're always the late games, so we always watch yep. it at like eleven o'clock. Yeah. Um, they've lost some close games. They yep. were in every game yep. and they're competing. Jeff Carter looks like he's uh, yep. ten years younger. Yeah. I was thinking, you know, some of those teams that didn't play in the bubble last year. That didn't. They haven't been on the ice in a, in a competitive game in a long time. Yeah. So some of these guys really got the juices flowing early, and some of those veteran guys maybe just feel a little rejuvenated. Yeah. That extra break. Whatever they need. Yeah. yeah. All right, Paul. So fast starts, slow starts. Um, we'll keep an eye on that. And yep. like we said, it's only the first week. I wanted to ask you about. I never thought I'd be talking about Keith Yandel on the podcast <laughs> this early on, uh, but here we are talking about Keith Yandel. Yeah. Uh, first of all, his Iron Man streak was on the line, and I've I've grinded his gears quite a few times over the years about being a soft player. Yeah. And um, you know, but he's managed to play eight hundred and sixty something games it's in a row, ridiculous. which yeah. proves that he might not. But be a physical player. Yeah. But he's absolutely tough. No, he's tough. And yeah. now there's some trade rumors. Yeah. What do you think of this? Well, I think you're going on the toughest team in the league. I mean, that's only going to make you a better man. So right? what's the rumor, first of well, all? Well, apparently the rumor is there's a team called Boston Bruins that yes. might be picking up Keith Yandel. Yeah. Um, it'd be good. I mean... Is that what they need? Tell well, me about that. Do they honestly, need a puck mover? Or? We just discussed that. Yeah. Defense is not really their problem yeah. at the moment. I think might... It, I mean... Having Yandel on your team can't uh, can't hurt. It's not gonna... He's a, he moves the puck. That's He's a right. D that moves the puck. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and with them losing a couple of big uh, big guys in the mm-hmm. D, yeah, I mean, 
I'm hoping that's it's worth, what we need. It's worth a shot. I'm hoping. Anything right now. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> if uh, First of all, when I first thought about it, I was thinking, you know, they're not scoring goals. I'm like, maybe that's why they need them because ha- not having Tory Krug lugging the puck up the ice all the time. Yeah. McAvoy's doing a good job, but he's not the he's same not player. He's not the same player. And um, if, you, if you bring in Yandel, maybe you get uh, a, a better puck mover. Yeah. And, um, a little more offense jumps into the play a little bit more. Maybe. Yeah. I hope. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Uh, anyway, we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll keep an eye on Keith Yandel. <sighs> That's enough talking about Keith Yandel. That's enough about Keith All right, Yandel. I got another question for you, Paul. What you got? What do you think about these um, multiple games in each city? So it's kind of like taking after baseball now. They're going into a city, playing a few games, um, staying in the city. Yep. What do you think of this? And do you think it's something that we might see next year? Jeez. Yeah. Well, I mean... With the current uh, circumstances and situations and everything like that, I think that's the only thing they can do. But, I mean, compared to what they were doing before, I mean, they were landing, playing a game, right after the game, hopping on a plane, getting to the hotel around 2 o'clock in the morning, then doing it all over. I mean, it's it's pretty rough. And, uh, yeah... Now, what, they're landing, they're getting a day probably in the city to yeah, kind of chill. Yeah, they're even getting days in between. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it's it's good. I mean, uh, N plus playing, you know, maybe two, three, maybe four games back to back to back to back to back to back, back. It's almost like a playoff series. It is. Yeah. It is. So you're really learning that uh, the strategies of each team. So yeah. that's why you're seeing some swing games like yeah. a blowout followed by a loss kind yeah. of thing. Um, Teams, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting. As for moving in the future, yeah, I hope uh, it goes back to normal. Yeah, do you? <laughs> well, I, I, I love watching the Bruins beat the Habs. I know. I, I, I like that too. I, I hope. I hope. I hope. Do you? <laughs> I, I like watching the Bruins and Habs play. Of course. Oh, I My, the, but I mean, keyword was beat. Yeah, was, I, I just ignored that. Oh, come on, we you? all know that. Come on, you? come on, with you? So, if the Canadian teams are like. For example, um, uh, you know, we miss those games against those other teams, but they'll still play those other teams, but they'll go into, instead of playing them like six times, like staggered throughout the year, they might mm. go into a city and play a three-game series with them twice yeah. a year. Yeah. I think the players love the idea. Yeah. And uh, I, like the, I like the heated rivalries because it's kind of like watching playoff hockey. By the time game three comes around yeah. and they've split the first two games, it's like, who's going to win the rubber match? I kind of like it. So yeah. I hope it's something that keeps going. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got a question for you now. All right. Uh, did you see the Hurricanes and Preds game was postponed? Today? I did. Is that the beginning of the end? Dallas hasn't Is, even played a game. Dallas yet. hasn't played a game. These guys are done. Is this the beginning of the end of the season? Well, it's a scary. It's yeah. a scary thought because if it does start moving at all and the numbers start going up, that's it. That they, that I think the NHL will will stop play. Yeah, I can't see them. They have already shortened the season. They've yeah. chopped I don't, up the divisions. Yeah, I don't uh, think they're going to go through like what the NFL did this year and what MLB did, where they had so many cancellations and regain yeah. like. They had to play a whole bunch of makeup games. I don't think that's going to work. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, it's just scary. It is. And, I, yeah, like I said, scary situation. And, and if it does get worse, I have a feeling that Gary Bettman will shut it down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what was it, five players involved? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a lot. It's not no. just one whoopsie-doopsie. It's 
and the longer this goes with Dallas, the worse it's going to be because you can't have a team. You can't have a team that's just ten not... games short. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, be no. interesting to see what happens there. Yeah. Did I you mean... see? Uh, speaking of uh, seeing what happened, did you see what happened in Detroit this morning? Bobby Ryan set a record for the Detroit Red Wings. Three games. Four goals and three goals. Games. Yeah, his first three games. Yeah, yeah. That's Bobby Ryan. I'm really happy and, uh, for Bobby. I mean, he's been through a lot. As yeah. I mentioned to you earlier, Paul, you should check out that documentary about him. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, an incredible story, his life and what he went through and having to change his name and move across the country. And, yeah, yeah. You know, he's been through a lot, and then he went through all the stuff in Ottawa last year. Mm -hmm. Nice to see him bounce back. Yeah. It is Detroit we're talking about, though. So two games and two go and two goals and two games would, would have been a record, I think, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, they've had some pretty good players. They have, they yeah. have. Yeah. Just to yeah. get his name in the record book was kind of neat. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about what do you think about the old goalie tandems? Oh yeah, well this yeah. is an interesting one because right now there's some teams struggling, like yeah. Washington's Washington, struggling a little bit. New York, Edmonton, New York yeah. got teams that are trying to play with one one goalie right now and yeah. just the regular one A, and then you got a backup goalie. Yeah. So I think this is going to be a story to uh, to watch throughout the season because this is going to come and be a huge factor. Yeah. I mean, if you can learn anything from the Bruins last year yeah. and, uh, and their playoffs, you, you can't do it with one goal. Well, let's just <laughs> look at the teams that we just said are off to a hot start. Vegas, yeah. two, two, two. probably the best tandem. Yep. Or they're in the top of the yep. league. Philadelphia. Yep. Tampa Bay. Yep. That, that They don't need a second goalie. Bazzi no, plays Bazzi every bop, game. Bop, bop. Yep. Yeah. Um, Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're not at the top of my goalie tandem no, list. No. Montreal, I think Jake Allen's Jake proven. Jake Allen's proven himself so far. Um, and Calgary with Markstrom and now Riddick yep. backing him up. So some of those teams that are at the top, yep. and then you compare them with the teams at the bottom, like Edmonton, they've got nothing behind yep. Koskinen. No. Um, Buffalo's struggling with Nilsson and Carter Hutton. Yep. Um, the New York Rangers, two young guys, neither of them have really no. stepped up yet. No. Um, and, yeah, the L.A. Kings as well. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if uh, one of these contenders starts to make a move early because yeah. I think they're going to realize very quickly that they need maybe Jonathan Quick. <laughs> 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 they're going to need a, some of these top teams are going to need a second goalie. Yep. All right, so we had a couple injuries, Paul. Um, not much, though, as far on the injury front so far this year. No. Um, but a big one for the Arizona Coyotes, uh, losing Oliver ekman Larson mm -hmm. to injury. He's going to be out for a few weeks. And our first fine of the season goes to Elias Patterson of the Vancouver Canucks, unlikely candidate for the first fine of the year. Such a ruffian he is. You yeah. Know? <laughs> uh, it's funny to see, but hey, he's the first one of the year. I'm sure there'll be some more. Yep. And we had a trade. We had one significant trade. Um, Ian Cole was traded to the Minnesota Wild for Greg Pattern. Yep. I think, not really sure about the details of how and why this trade took place, but we got a right-handed shot moving for a left-handed shot, so yep. Yep. that might have something to do with it. Uh, Cole was a very steady defenseman uh, for Colorado. I don't, I'm not 100% sure. Greg Pattern's more of an offensive. Mm. He's a little faster. Yep. Ian Cole's a little uh, more of a rugged type of defenseman, so that could have something to do with it. Yep. Couple of milestones also so couple far. Couple of milestones. Old uh, Nova Scotia Nate McKinnon. Yep. Just came out with his 500th point today against LA. Dustin Brown, 300th goal. Yes. In from LA. I mean, I keeping it in the in the family. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah. 
couple milestones. Milestone. Andy made it to work on time today. And Andy was here Andy today. Was, uh, that was good, Andy. That a boy, I really Andy. appreciate it. All right, folks. Uh, that's the end of the first period. Tonight's second period is brought to you by AccessoryHouseGlobal.com. Are your headphones falling apart? Or does your cable do that annoying thing where it only plays sound from one ear? But maybe it's time for an upgrade. Accessory House Global is your one-stop shop for premium headphone accessories. They specialize in ear pads, headbands, carrying cases, and audio cables. Whether you have Bose, Sony, Sennheiser, Beats, Fostex, Denon, or even a set of high-end focal headphones, they've got you covered. All across the pond, hockey podcast listeners get 20% off their first purchase. Use the code AHG20OFF at the checkout and boom, you're sorted. You can check them out on YouTube or at the real AHG on Instagram. Check out their website at accessoryhouseglobal.com and take your first step to reviving your audio experience. All right, Paul, let's get to right to last week's predictions here. Um, a little bit of a rough start for you, going two and five. And I got off with a four and three start. And right off the top, we have to say we have a winner in the very first week yeah. this year. Congratulations to Mr. Chris Babineau, my good buddy from back home in Nova Scotia. Thanks for listening. Thanks for making your predictions. And I'll be in touch. Notice he didn't say thanks for winning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to those predictions from last week. The first game was Boston at New Jersey. And we both had the Bruins, and that was a shocker where the Devils pulled off an overtime win. Tough loss, Paul. Tough start. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I wish you guys could see the look on his face Two right now. Two seconds. I know. Two seconds remaining in the game. Yep. Come on. Yep. Ridiculous. Against the Devils. Where's pasta when you need what? him? <laughs> what? Where's... Rask, where's anyone? Yeah, or Chara would have got a stick in the oh, way. Oh, at least something. Yeah. Uh, too, ah, brutal. Tough start for brutal. the Boston Bruins. Good start for the New Jersey Devils. Yeah, let's keep on going. Game two, the Habs. Yes, let's keep going. No. We got the Habs and Oilers. And this one, folks, I had the Habs, and Paul, of course, had the Oilers. And, uh, of course, the Habs took it 5-1. to one. Amazing game. Um, it was close. It was a close game. Complete shutdown of Drysaddle and McDavid. The mm -hmm. Habs looked real good. Mm -hmm. Forecheck looked good. Uh, mm -hmm. They were pressuring them all over the ice. It was a fun mm -hmm. game to watch. Mm -hmm. Moving on. Keep it going. <laughs> game three last week, we had the Islanders and the Rangers. We both had the Islanders to win, and the Rangers smoked them. Five nothing. Another close game. That was the one game that the, the Rangers have looked good this year. <laughs> the, the one time. I and they know. looked really good. Jeez, did they ever. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the next game was Toronto at Ottawa, and we both had the Leafs, and they pulled off a 3-2 win. Close game. Squeaked it. They did. They yeah. really squeaked it out. Yep. Um, in that game, Joe Thornton had his first goal as a Maple Leaf. Hey. 
Big time goal scorer. Yep, he is. Now, um, it's interesting to see what's going on in Toronto. They, you notice they waived Jason Spezza, and then he was in the game the next night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So lots of stuff going on there with the salary cap and yep. moving players around. So yep. in and out of taxi squads. We're going to see that a lot yeah. this year, yep. more than more than most years. Yep. Uh, the following game was Columbus at Nashville. Yep. And I had Nashville, and you had Columbus. And Nashville pulled out a 5-2 win. That game was close until the third. Good game. Nashville looks pretty good, actually, and they're one of those teams that, like I said, if they can get any type of consistency from Forsberg and uh, maybe Matt Duchesne start chipping in, they're, they're a team that could do some damage. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. look pretty good. Mm-hmm. The next game last week was the Vegas Golden Knights and the Anaheim Ducks. I think I, that was one of the only ones I got right. Was it? I think so. Are you sure? Not really. Not that I'm looking at. <laughs> I, I I was two and five. Yeah, we a, both had the Vegas Golden Knights. It was um, that was week. a comeback win. The Golden Knights. I know they're three and zero, oh, but I think they've come back in the third period in all three games so mm-hmm. far. Mm-hmm. Not something they want to make a habit of, I'm no. sure. Well, the winning's a good thing. Right? Winning is good though. <laughs> yeah, winning helps. Uh, and we had the last game of the week last week was the Vancouver Canucks and the Calgary Flames. I had the Calgary Flames. You had the Knucks and the Flames. Jacob Markstrom shut him out. So up and down for you this week, Paul. A little two and five week, four and three for me. Congratulations to Chris Babineau for his five and two week. And now we move on to this week's predictions. Absolutely. All right. So this week there are six Saturday night games. Mm -hmm. And we're going to throw in a Sunday game just for good measure. Mm -hmm. Just to get our seventh game. Lucky number seven. So the first game of the week, Paul, Carolina hosting the Florida Panthers. Who do you like in that one? Well, the 2-0 and Florida Panthers. Exactly. 2-0 and Florida Panthers. So I am going to go for Florida. Oh, interesting right. decision. Because you know, I know what you picked. <laughs> I'm taking the jerks. Yeah, I'm going to go with Carolina in that one. Yep. Uh, Florida does look pretty good. They're off to a good start, but mm. they've only played Chicago. Yep. So tough yep. to say so far. Yep. Um, game number two, we have the Habs going into Vancouver to play the Knucks. Mm-hmm. I think we all know where we're going on this one. Yep. I'm taking the Habs, and Paul's taking the Knucks. Really? Moving on. I was going to say the Habs. <laughs> we're going to lose. Ah, yes, Knucks. Game three, we have the Flyers heading into Boston. This is going to be a great series. I don't know how many they're playing, uh, two or three. Yeah, there's a few in a row. Yeah. Um, this, yeah, this is going to be a tight, tough game to win yeah but i can't not pick the Bruins. that's true you can't I'm sorry i'm gonna take the flyers in that one but i do agree that's gonna be a really good game it's gonna be a great game and uh boston's gonna have to win one of these in the first two games against the flyers they have to uh next game we've got tampa bay heading into columbus to play tortorella and his angry columbus blue jackets <laughs> <laughs> Who do you like in that one, Paul? Tampa. Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, there's some, too much going on in Columbus right now. We'll get to that a little bit later. Yep. All right, the next game, we've got the L.A. Kings going to St. Louis to play the Bluesers. Mm-hmm. Who do you like in that one? Blues. I'm going with the Blues as well. Yep. They're looking pretty good. and they, They're kind of like Vegas. They've had some slow starts, and they've come back in games, finding ways to win. Yep. Uh, Bennington hasn't looked as solid 
as he has in the past so far. What was that game? They got pounded. Yeah. They got pounded by Colorado. (laughs) Eight nothing. Five power play goals Colorado scored against them. Yeah, that was an ugly ugly game. That was ugly. That was ugly. Um, And so we both got the Blues. Yep. Next game, we've got Ottawa heading to Winnipeg to play the Jets. I'm going to take the Jets after seeing them come back against Ottawa tonight. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to be hard for Ottawa to bounce back. What do you think? I'm going for the nation's capital. Got a boy. Going for Ottawa. Yeah. Yeah. Someone has to. Did you see Stutzel's got an injury? Oh. Yeah. I don't think it's serious, Uh but he he didn't play today. Timmy the Kid is already down? Yeah. He scored a goal. He scored a goal. Yeah. And then he's got injured. What's the injury? Let's take a look. Um, I don't think it was anything serious. Was it just his feelings? He might have hurt his feelings. feelings. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Day-to-day with a minor injury is all it says. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. We're going to have to take a guess on that one. But I'm sure it's nothing. uh, I'm sure it's just some NHL bangs and bruises to start a career. I'm sure it's not that easy as as an 18-year-old. Yeah, it can't be. Yeah, playing with the big boys now, buddy. So those are the six games Saturday, Paul, and we got one more to throw in for Sunday. Give me something hot. I'm going with the Leafs heading into Calgary to play the Flames Ooh. in the Saddle Dome. Big game. Who do big you game. like? Big game. Big game. Big game. Big uh, game. Myself, uh, Toronto. Going with the. Yeah, with I'm gonna the go Leafs. with the make me laughs. Okay. Yep. I will go the other way, and I will take the Calgary Flames. Do it. I believe that Jacob Markstrom is going to keep riding mm-hmm. hot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, honestly, I, I, I'm really looking forward to that game to see how Toronto stacks up against Calgary. Yeah. I'm just hoping, like, oh, Marner and Matthews, Nylander, you're all on my pool. <laughs> <laughs> Time to pick it Come up. Come on, boys. Come on. All right, so that's it for this week's predictions. They will be posted in a couple of days' time. And please play along for your chance to win a beer koozie. And congratulations again, Babino, for winning this week. All right. And all of those all of you out there who are in the Across the Pond 2021 Office Pools hockey pool, uh, thank you for everyone who signed up. Um, and we've got a quick update on the standings in that pool. Congratulations to your dad. Dad. <laughs> All right, Gary. New Boston Blue is in first place right now. Yep. After week, uh, the first week. Yep. Second place, we've got Paul McGoy, a.k.a. Ackieberg. Love the name, Paul. Love it. Yep. And in third place, one of your old buddies. One of my old roommates. One of your old roommates. Yeah, university. Uh, the McDonald High Hawks. Yeah. Oh, Aaron Pickup. Aaron Let's Pickup. see on top there, Buck. There you go. So we've got a tight, it's very tight. It's all within one point. Yeah. Um, 64, 63, 62. So yeah. we got a uh, tight race at the top. Thanks where, again. Where are you at on that? I am currently tied for sixth place. Oh. And I believe I'm, you're... I'm, I know. You're not far behind. You're tied for 18th. 18th. Not, not bad. Not bad. Not, not bad. bad. Not bad. So you got a little bit of work to do, yep. and uh, we all know, Paul, that your uh, your predictions were a lot better than mine last year. So I'm predicting that you will do better this week. <laughs> well, that's that's <laughs> nice of you to say. That's very nice, very nice of you. Yeah. So again, congratulations so far to uh, Dad, Paul McGoy, and Aaron Pickup, who are the top three in the hockey pool. And that's it for the second period. Tonight's third period is brought to you by Yardley Brothers Beer. Do you like beer? I know I like beer. And my favorite type of beer 
is a Yardley Brothers beer. Remember when I used to ramble on about how delicious their Machine Men Pale Ale was last season? Well, at this year's Cathay Pacific International Wine and Spirits Competition, gold medals were awarded to both the Yardley's Machine Men Pale Ale as well as their new Mango Sticky Mango Imperial Goze. The boys even brought home some bronze awards at the 2020 Asia Beer Championship for their Mum's Rhubarb Crumble Pastry Sour and their Gooseberry Custard Sour. But that's not all. On the same night, Yardies also walked away with a gold medal for best experimental beer in Asia. My new favorite, the SEA Sour. You gotta get this in your belly, folks. I don't tell no lies. For more information, go to yardleybrothers.hk. All right, folks, it's time to get to the newest segment of the podcast. We asked our listeners to send in audio questions, and that's what they did, Paul. We got three three questions this week. So right now, we're going to do it for the first time. We're going to listen to the questions and respond. So, Andy, whenever you're ready, cue up question number one. Hi, Chris. I have a question for Across the Pond. I'm wondering how the new realignment of the divisions will affect Canadian teams' chances of making it to the playoffs. With all the Canadian teams stacked in the North Division, does that mean there will be less spots for them when it comes to the playoffs? Look forward to hearing what you guys have to say about this. Thanks. First of all, thanks, James, for, for sending in your audio question. And being the first, I'll be happy to, uh, to buy you a cold one the next time I see you for that. Um, so basically, this is how it works. Each, uh, each division is sending four teams to the playoffs, and those four teams have to play against each other. One will play four, two will play three, and then only the winner of each division moves on to the semifinals. So basically, we have four Canadian teams that's going to make the playoffs, which is good but only one can move on from that division. So the good news is we're going to have one Canadian team in the top four. The bad news is we're only going to have one team <laughs> in the top four. Yeah. So that's basically how it works. So, yeah, each division will play each other, and the first uh, two rounds of the playoffs, they'll play one will play four and two will play three, and then we'll get a division winner, and then they will be re-ranked based on their regular season stats. So I hope that answers your question, James, and thanks for sending it in. What's question number two, Andy? I, I hear it's one of the, it's a, it's a famous guy from radio back home, isn't it? Very famous. Very famous guy from radio back Hi, home. Hi, Chris and uh, Paul. Just wanted to call in here. I'm glad that you guys are opening it up for your listeners. Uh, this is Maritime Rob calling from Hong Kong, and I uh, just uh, wanted to say that I'm a big fan, personally. I uh, enjoyed the episode with uh, John Schicht on there. Uh, he's a hell of a hockey player, even though he doesn't look like one. Anyways, <laughs> to fight or not to fight, that is the question. See a lot of big young players coming up in the uh, big leagues now. Are they going to drop the gloves? Should they drop the gloves? Does fighting belong in hockey? I'd like to hear your opinion. Thank you very much. Maritime Rob. No problem, Airtime Rob. Thanks for your call. Um, really like your voice. I'm <laughs> sure we're going to hear that one a couple more times this year. But uh, to fight or not to fight, that was actually one of our uh, overtime 
questions, yeah. wasn't it? Yep. Um, myself, I think hockey needs fighting. I know it's a, you know, concussion, this, that, you know, long time effects, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, you know, as the old saying goes, I went to a fight the other night and a hockey game broke out. That's right. Uh, I, I think it just, although, you know, the fans aren't there now, so you're not going to get the same reaction. So mm-hmm. it's a kind of a different scenario this year. Yeah. But uh, it still kind of gets the team all riled up when uh, you get a fight going on the ice and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, myself, I don't think there's enough bench clearing brawls. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be down. There's for a li- serious lack of bench clearing <laughs> there's, brawls. There's not enough. Yeah, seriously. If a couple more bench clearing brawls, then, you know, the, the, the league needs this. Yeah. I mean, it shows heart. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, let these young fellas start it and let the old fellas get in there and clean up the clean up the mess. That's right. But uh, I agree with you, Paul. Yeah. 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 Bench clearing brawls. Bench clearing brawls all day. No, um, I do think hockey d- should have fighting and it has its place. Um, I talked about this a few times already. My problem with fighting is I don't like staged fights when two guys are just fighting because they're the enforcers. There has to be a reason. Mm. Uh, either they're trying to switch momentum, they're down a few goals, re- there's a dirty hit and somebody's responding to it. Yeah. That's the kind of fights I like. Yep. Um, and spur-of-the-moment fights when you just piss a guy off because yep. you played him too hard in the corner and you gave him a little... You know, he gave him a little stick. He gives you one back. All of a sudden, the gloves are on the ice. That's the kind of stuff I like. Yeah. Well, I can imagine the Battle of Alberta, Zach Cassian, Matt Chuck. Yeah. Not being able to fight. Oh, I know. It, 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 no. Oh, I know. That's the, it, would, it would pour over into the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Meet you behind the ring. Meet you after the game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we don't want to see that kind of stuff happening. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And I know, and here's another thing. Go to a hockey game. Watch what happens when there's spectators and a fight breaks out. Yep. When that stops being exciting and people start sitting down during a fight and not enjoying it, yep. then it's time to get rid of it. Yep. But right now, when a fight breaks out in the NHL, yep. there's not a butt in a seat. No. Everyone's no. ready to go. Absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, you're getting two-for-one sports there. <laughs> that's a little bit right. of hockey, a little bit of boxing. I exactly. Mean, yeah, what else could you ask for for a $200 ticket? Ticket price is now worth it. Exactly. Finally. $200 a ticket. Jeez. Get a little Conor McGregor action. <laughs> That'd be great. Him against McDavid. Yeah. 23, 24 year well, old. Well, the boys. way it's going now, we've got YouTube channel hosts fighting celebrity, uh, oh. fighting bo- former boxers and retired boxers. What's that loser's name? I don't know. Logan I don't even want to give him any. Paul. I don't even want to say his name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that was. I can't say that's terrible. Oh, you can. Okay. All right. Uh, let's get to our final question of the week. Thank you, Maritime Rob. Thanks, for Maritime Rob. In, and we look forward to hearing from you again Thanks, and buddy. again yep. and, and again. again. Next question. So, my question for the podcast would be what's going on in Columbus? Um, we got Pierre Luc Dubois and Max Domi both um, having some issues. Is it all Tortorella? Is it the city? What's going on in your opinion? And I guess a follow-up question to that would be, where do you think Pierre-Luc Bois is going? Um, gotta, you, can go, you can go with your heart, but <laughs> what do you actually think he's going to go if he gets traded this year? Have a good one, boys. Well, Matei, thank you, buddy. Sean Matei, thank you for writing in. I think you know where my heart lies on that one. Um, first of all, I don't know what's going on in Columbus. It seems like it's one of those situations where Tortorella's been there for a few years, and 
he's starting to uh, lose his voice in the dressing room a little bit, and that mm-hmm. seems to be typical yeah. of a John Tortorella type of coach. Mm-hmm. So we got a couple guys looking to get out, and Pierre-Luc Dubois happens to be one of them. Um, I, th- it's, you know, it's a huge distraction for the rest of the team. I, I think it would be really smart of them to get to make a move quick, mm-hmm. but they also have to get a nice return for Pierre-Luc Dubois because he's an elite centerman. Yeah. He's the starting center. He's the, he's a first line centerman in the league. Yeah. So of course I'd love to see him go to the Habs. Uh, the rumor is he wants to go there, so that's always a good sign because it's really tough to get free agents or anyone to go to uh, to uh, to Canada mm. be, for tax purposes and things like that. So, but Pierre Luc Dubois, being a good Canadian boy, maybe wants to go north of the border. Yep. Love to see him there, but there's also some rumors Boston is is interested in Pierre Luc Dubois, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm sure there's probably 29 other teams that would like <laughs> to have him. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but the rumor has it he wants to go to Montreal. I'd love to see him. My thoughts on Columbus is that Tortorella is starting; his voice is starting to not be heard anymore, mm-hmm. and it could be time for a change in Columbus. Paul, what do you think? I wonder where you hear these rumors. Oh, uh, he's rumored he wants to go to the Habs. Come on! Oh, I got my ear to the ground, Paul. My people, <laughs> people, my people are calling me all the time. Yeah, I got feet on the ground in Montreal. I've got them all over the world. Hot tip. All over the world. Yeah. Hot tips. I mean, he would be amazing on any team, right? Really. Yeah, it's, it's, it's who you have to lose to pick him up. Exactly. Because I think, uh, didn't the Habs throw out a couple of names? And they then did. They, they came back and they're like, nah, well, Suzuki and someone off. I forget who it was. Suzuki is the guy I don't want them to trade because he's a centerman. He's a and centerman, they need yeah. centermen. Yeah, but I mean, you're not going to pick up Dubois without like losing Something. a big piece of your yeah. pitcher. Because, uh, you know. The other rumors were maybe Kakaniemi mm-hmm. or Lekkonen. Probably Kakaniemi yeah. and uh, and maybe Victor Mete. Yep. I don't mind the Victor Mete move because mm. Roman uh, Romanoff looks great mm. on D right now, and I think Montreal's D core is pretty solid. Yep. Mete's their seventh D right now, but yeah. he's got a lot of upside. He's a real good young player. Mm-hmm. Uh, Montreal has a habit of trading young defensemen that turn out to be studs. Yeah. So I'm a little afraid of that, but if they're going to make a move, I'd like to see them keep Suzuki. Mm-hmm. If they can get rid of a prospect, they got a couple guys coming up right now that are pretty uh, pretty high prospects. Mm. Uh, the Bruins, they were rumoring uh, Grizzlick, mm-hmm. is it? And, yep. and who's the other young guy? I can't remember right now off the top uh, of my head. Uh, Cam Neely, I think it was. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, they're obviously going to have to get something back, and I don't know if Montreal, I don't know if they would be happy with taking, say, uh, Kakanami and Mente mm-hmm. and maybe a first-rounder. Mm-hmm. But Montreal's got a couple draft picks coming up. Uh, they have a stockpile of second- and third-rounders as well. So I wouldn't si- I wouldn't mind seeing them drop a, a first-rounder, mm-hmm. a prospect, mm-hmm. and Kakanami mm-hmm. and pick up Dubois because I think he's the missing piece the Habs have needed for a long time. Uh, he's got the chemistry already with Josh Anderson, who has looked awesome in a Habs uniform. He's got the same he's got uh, same amount of goals already that he had in Columbus last year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so things are looking up for Josh Anderson. He's flying. Yeah. So, and um, the other part of your question, Sean Max Domi, um, I think you're getting a, a player who's not very pleased with the situation he's in as well. I don't know if he wanted out of Montreal, but mm. um, something's telling me that he he's not really digging being yeah, in Columbus. Liking it. Agreed. All right. Well, thank you, uh, James and Sean and Rob, for sending in your questions. And uh, we look forward to this next week. And keep the questions coming, everyone. Yep. And we're going to finish off tonight's episode 
with a little story time with Uncle Paul. <sighs> I don't know if I really want to read this one, but we'll do it anyways. Gather round, children. It was one of the most famous events in Stanley Cup playoff history, and all because of a penalty. The 1979 semifinals between bitter rivals Boston Bruins and Montreal Canadiens had all hinged on Game 7. Late in the third period, Boston was leading 4-3 and it looked certain to win the game and the series. But the Bruins were called for a penalty. And that penalty was too many men on the ice. What the actual... <laughs> Coach Don Cherry was furious. But on the ensuing power play, Guy Lafleur tied the game. In overtime, Yvonne Lambert scored the winner. The Habs went on to win the cup, and Coach Cherry never came closer to the prize silverware ever again. That's it. All right, and he, Don Cherry will never get close again. Well, you know, you deserve it. Good story. <laughs> Good story for the Habs. Bad story for Don Cherry. Bad story for the Bruins overall, but, you know, well, I, thought, thanks, I, I thought it'd be nice to start off the year, you know, yeah. start saying some nice things about the Habs. And I don't know where Paul is, you guys, or what, what happened to him, but this is a new Paul. It's a Taiwanese tea, boys. It's 2021. Watch out. That was across the pond. And that's a wrap. Peace out. Thank you, thank you, thank you to our amazing sponsors, the China Hockey Group, AccessoryHouseGlobal.com, Yardley Brothers Beer, Wheel Hub Asia, The Big Bite Restaurant, Sunset Studio, and Printhouse Limited. And a giant thank you to my producer, Andy Zombathy, who makes us sound great week in and week out. And of course, Mr. Paul McLean, who makes everything happen here at the studio. Folks, check out our website at acrossthepondhk.com. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at acrossthepondhk.